0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The questions about this shooting in Illinois are going to be never ending. How did this guy get weapons when he was known by police? A suicide attempt in 2019, threatened to kill his whole family in 2019. 16 knives, a dagger and a sword. In his room, to which the father says, oh, wait, those are mine. Of what value is common sense gun laws, as people keep, like, you know, trying to tell us about? That's what we need, common sense gun laws. They never meant it. They don't mean it. Of what value is a common sense gun law if the law is not followed? What they favor is gun confiscation. What they favor is not having a Second Amendment, just like the mayor of Philadelphia, Jim Kenney, explained. They don't favor. Only people who should have guns are cops. That is what they believe, and we are down to that nitty-gritty. But there is a story here. There is an ugly, ugly story here about a family... And what they knew and when they knew it? There's a story here about the police. Should they have taken action or not? And how many things seemingly failed along the way? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Guys, always a pleasure. 833, got Tony. 833 468 8669 this is deputy chief chris cavelli who you've been hearing from lake county uh there uh in in illinois major crimes task force explaining that the shooter was seriously contemplating another shooting and after the shooting what primo's plan was uh investigators did develop some information that it appears when he drove to Madison he was driving around however he did see a celebration that was occurring in Madison uh, and he seriously contemplated using the firearm he had in his vehicle to commit another shooting in, um, in Madison. Do you know how much ammunition he had at that point? A- approximately 60 rounds. How at you- that point he did? Yes. Yes. What about his motivation for the attack in the first place? His motivation isn't uh, necessarily clear. I don't want to go specifically into what he told investigators. However, he uh, had some type of affinity towards the number 4 and 7, and inverse was 7-4. Well, that's not a uh, pleasant thing to hear. Let's start with the basics. Let's start with what we know about this shooting. We have seven counts. A murder in the first. We have a suspect in custody. Names we don't use here, although every now and then when we play some audio clips, a name might get said by the officers, uh, and that's where we, we leave it. This kid, uh, you know, not kid, this man, he's 22, wanted to engage doing harm, had fantasized about these kinds of shootings, and made videos of this like and took to a rooftop, 70 shots fired, was dressed as a woman so he could blend into the crowd and escape. Police were first known to him in 2019, April of 2019. He had attempted suicide. Now, you guys know I take these things extremely seriously. I spent a lot of my life, uh, early parts of my life, depressed and suicidal. This is real, and this is awful. And again, National Suicide Prevention uh, Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. If you ever need it, make the call. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. You're worth it. Make the call. The matter at the time was handled by health professionals. This is part of that reporting from who you just heard from, uh, Chris Covelli, of the Lake County Major Crime Task Force. Five months later, September 2019, police get a call that this then uh, 19-year-old threatened to kill everyone in the household. That's when authorities responded and removed knives, dagger, sword. 16 knives, one dagger, one sword. At the time, according to Cavelli, there was no probable cause to arrest. There were no complaints that were signed by any of the victims. The attorney for this guy's parents telling News Nation that his clients dispute what police have said about their son being suicidal and threatening to kill them. Now, you can dispute it. The question is, were the police called? Is this a conversation of parents trying to protect themselves for the actions of their child because they they may be culpable in knowing he was not okay and possibly aiding and abetting? We'll get to that in a second. By the way, I'm utilizing the term aiding and abetting. Uh, Law enforcement and uh, lawyers may utilize it differently. Months after the knife incident, this guy's father, the same one who is making the claim uh, uh, about um, police saying that they were threatened or that his son was suicidal, this father sponsored his son's gun license in December of 2019. That's how the system worked. I've been reading a little bit about it. The way they have uh, the, the, these cards, the, these, these laws in Illinois, um, you need to have a certain card in order to be able to get a firearm, in order to purchase a firearm. If you're not of a certain age, that has to be signed off on by an adult, by a guardian. Over the next two years since that happened in 2019, this guy purchased five firearms, according to the spokesperson, Cavelli, Rifles, pistols, and possibly a shotgun. And Illinois State Police confirmed that he passed four background checks between June of 2020 and September of 2021 which includes checks of the federal system, the National Instant Criminal Background Check, sometimes referred to as the NICS check. In Illinois, you need something called a FOID, a firearm owner's identification card. Since he was under 21 at the time, remember this happened when he was 19, and his father took him, his father sponsored him being able to get the card. He, got the, he, he, he was able to get the card. His application was not denied. Quote, there was insufficient basis to establish a clear and present danger at the time. Police say that he tried to kill himself. Police say he threatened to kill everyone in the family. Now, I would actually state that I would find it pretty problematic if someone said to me I couldn't have a firearm because I have admitted that in my 20s I was suicidal although I've had people on Twitter mock me for it and claim that I shouldn't be able to have a firearm because of it. This is exactly the reason why people who have any level of depression don't ever talk about it because everyone looks at them askew and then wants to take their rights or wants to lock them up, etc. They are absolutely, positively fearful of it. One of the reasons you hear me talk about it with such, I don't know, I, w- without reservation, I guess is the best way I would use the 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 wording, is that I don't want anybody to think that they shouldn't talk about it if they're having the problem. They should get the help that they need. People get help for cancer. They don't get help for for depression. It's that's wrong. See, I was gonna say crazy. And then you're like, you don't tell a depressed person they're crazy. That's pretty. That is that is pretty screwed up right there. That's pretty messed up. Don't be that person. You make the phone call. Most definitely. So you have a, a guy who was suicidal. You have a guy who threatened to kill his family. That's the big one. That, that's the big one. And what, what do you hear? You, you, you hear nothing. Insufficient basis to establish a clear and present danger. Now, there's a question about red flag laws, because Illinois has red flag laws, but it doesn't seem to be put into place. There was no uh, red red flag law put into place uh, by the family, Um, and there's also uh, something called firearms restraining orders. And yet, um, there were only about three dozen of those issued across the state that year. A firearms restraining order lasts for six months. It can be renewed. I'm getting more of that information from BearingArms.com. So we know that that's how he was able to purchase the weapons. Dad helped him do it. This brings us to where I started, with the idea of so-called common-sense gun laws. That's all you ever hear about. We need more common sense gun reform. We need common sense laws. Well, here in Illinois, you can get someone a firearms restraining order. You need to be able to pass a background check to get what they call uh, the, this this F-O-I-D, FOID. You need, uh, you, you, you had police knowing about his mental instability. Then, of course, there were the videos where he was daydreaming about this kind of stuff. How many more signals were actually needed? And why is it that none of the signals got picked up You have in Illinois opportunity after opportunity after opportunity and law after law after law, regardless of whether or not I agree with the laws. They were there. Everything we're told about common sense gun law is right there in Illinois, and it happened. So the question before us is, who gets fired? Who goes to jail? Because if you tell me, By the way, if you didn't hear it, I said, who gets fired? And producer Ari went, oof. But I have to ask. You tell me. All you moms demand action, folk. You're all gun grabbers, by the way. Liars to the core. You don't want guns on the street. You don't want me to be able to protect and defend myself. That's who you are. Time to admit it. You talk about we need common sense gun reform. Well, here you go. Here's Illinois and nothing happened. If you're not willing to fire anyone, if you don't believe anyone should go to jail, may I suggest you are full of crap. You don't believe in common sense gun laws. You don't believe in reform. You don't believe in assault weapons bans, even though you don't even know what assault weapon is. You couldn't explain it. You couldn't pick one out of a lineup. It's all just nonsense. You believe in the eradication of the Second Amendment. Because none of you will say, well, take that police chief and take that father and take that so-and-so, press charges against them, throw their butts in jail. You won't say it. You'll say we need another law. We need stronger laws. We need more restrictive laws. This is why you shouldn't be able to get a gun u- unless you're over the age of 30. No, 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 no. no. You shouldn't be allowed to vote until you're over the age of 30. Now we're talking. No one will say people should get fired. No one will throw people in jail. They will simply look to lawful gun owners and say, well, you have to have more restrictions because of what this guy did. Yes, 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 we put all of this in place and none of it worked, but that's okay. We'll just put more in place and next time we'll do better. I don't argue that we need more laws. I, I, I rarely argue such a thing. And I don't argue in favor of red flag laws. I used to. States turned me around that would abuse red flag laws to take away people's rights. But we're all worried about mental health. And here we have a guy who was suicidal, according to police, and threatened his whole family, according to police, and zero happened. He took the knives out of his home until Dad said, no, 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 they're in my knives, and he got them back. And I'm only talking about the gun law side of this right now. This kid, guy, was not okay. This guy was an absolute, um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? No purpose, no focus, no drive. Troubled is, is the very least of the things. Videos that seem to be thrilled with the idea of destruction. This kid is not okay. And that is something that's happening far more often. Far more often. So are we going to talk about societal breakdowns and cultural breakdowns? Or are we going to keep pretending like a bunch of morons that guns are the problem? Well, I know what Moms Demand Action and some of those other groups are going to do. What are we going to do? We'll have more on this in the days ahead. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.